So I always am very excited to like invest in mentorship and things of that nature because I think, um, and Alex says this as well, is like invest as much, all of the money that you make invested in skills so that as you grow more skills, you make more money. And then now you have so many skills that make you so much money that you can't invest the money fast enough to gain more skills. What's up, world? Welcome to the Melanin Money Show, the official destination for personal finance, entrepreneurship and wealth building for melanin millionaires. We will teach you the tools, the tips, the tactics, the hacks and strategies you need to learn to become financially free so that you can be the wealth starter and legacy lever for your family. And I'm your host, George Action Palm, accompanied by co-host Jacqueline Shattuck and Carter Cofield. If you're ready to begin your journey to become a melanin millionaire, tune in, take notes and let's What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. And we got a special, special guest, man. So for many of y'all who don't know, obviously, you know, we got the merch division of the brand. And so I reached out to this guy a little over a year. Probably even more than that. Yeah, I was just like, yo, bro, y'all, y'all killing it on the merch side. Like, if it's any brand that caters to our culture and knows how to do it, it's you. You know, and I'm a humble guy. Like, So people always wonder, like, how, like... How do you get successful? It's like, I don't mind asking questions. I don't mind being vulnerable about when I don't know shit. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I reached out to him, and he was was gracious with his time and really gave me some gems and some insight to take our, our retail brand to the next level. And we're going to get some more game today Come to take on, it to man. another level. <laughs> uh, so, with no further ado, man, we got Justin of Support Black Colleges. Man, how you doing, man? I'm feeling great. Man. It's a pleasure to be here with y'all. Appreciate it, man. Of course, we got our, 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 you know, our co-hosts, Carter and Jacqueline. So, uh, sure. we are excited to be here, man. So, Let's, we always like to kind of get the background. Everybody sees the, the low-key Justin now, you know, super, super swaggy vibes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but, like, take us back to kind of how it started. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the journey of, like, I'm going to create this brand or help create this brand and yeah. take it to the next. Let's just Wait, well, I'm trying to hear about Baby J. Y'all want to go back, back, back. <laughs> um, I'll try to keep it as short as possible. Um, grew up in a single parent household. My uh, my mom, my dad went to jail when I was two. Got out when I was seventeen, so Ooh. he wasn't there my whole my whole life. Um, mom raised me. She's probably the closest thing to perfect that there is on this world. Um, she's really solid individual. And after that. Fast forward, went to uh, yeah. like college um, and went to Howard University up in Washington, D.C. and met Corey, my business partner. I was outside of a party because I was throwing parties in high school to make mm-hmm. money. And then something, bro, it's, it's something there, bro. It's, it's a it's, you learn how to advertise. Yes. And it's, and it's a lot of skills. It's a lot that transferred to the entrepreneurial world. Yeah. I, I, did, I did it too. That's how I got yeah. it. Yeah, okay. So. I did too, but the, the entertainment piece. Uh, right? okay, got you got to got entertain people. Yeah, yeah, I mean, fair enough. Fair enough. So, yeah. so uh, yeah, so throwing parties in college, uh, started throwing parties, excuse me, in high school, started throwing parties in college. Me and Corey met outside of a house party. I was a freshman. He was a sophomore. Yeah. He, I was sitting on the curb. I have like really big fro yeah, back then. <laughs> so now it's just braided up a little more chill. But he was like, yo, bro, what are you doing? I'm like, man, I'm just trying to like see where the money flows, like where the people go. And like, you know, I was a freshman. So he was like, yo, bro, come in, you know, then we became friends from there. Mm-hmm. And then um, 
they, him and his cousin started Support Black Colleges. And that was 2012. They did it until 2018, uh, so six years. And then one day, Corey called me and was like, yo, bro, I want to take Support Black College seriously. And I was like, well, let's do it. Like, maybe if we try really, really hard, we might be able to make like 100000 a month. Like, yeah. that's... I, I could see that, bro. You, like, you were thinking like that? That's the most that I thought we would ever do. Okay. Like, I was okay. like, if everything goes perfect, that's what's going to happen. Right. Um, then I ended up moving to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Me and Corey and started taking the business seriously. Mm-hmm. And then that's that was three years, four, three years ago Yeah, since I moved to Atlanta. Now. Yeah, it was crazy. I might have missed the gym. He said they were doing it from 2012 to 2018. Right. So, so people see the brand. It's everywhere now. They have video games. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. right. But like there's a foundation. Yeah. You know what I'm there's effort. There's runway. There's a lot of effort there. So I think the big piece of that, too, is that um, this gentleman was asking me this earlier. And he was like, you know, how do I reengage my audience? And I was like, bro, a lot of what we did was just do what we really cared about. So from 2018 up until people started caring in 2020, we was doing the same thing for eight years. Right. So I was telling, um, you know, I was telling him, I was like, if I gave you a contract and said, you know, sign it, you'll be a millionaire in 10 years, would you sign it? He was like, yeah. And I was like, then why can't you do the same thing for 10 years straight? Mm. Just a fact. I was like, you don't need to re-engage. You just right. need to keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, the problem is people, people want it so fast and then social media creates this, this idea. Right. Right. And like you can get it. You know what I'm saying? Everything is passive. And we all know right. that passive income is not passive. Bro. Um, <laughs> Bro. <laughs> and so people see it and, and they also compare, you know, your chapter 20. Right, you know, and I knew that when I was going to ask him questions, I'm like, I can't expect to do what support black college is doing today. What I can do is I can learn right. and I can follow in their footsteps. You can shorten the time gap. Right? Sure. That's really all it is. Yeah. yeah, there's there's no passive. It's like varying degrees of active. Right. Ooh. Uh, I, but what's my guy? You probably follow him too. Alex or Mosey. I think I heard oh, him say man. something like yeah, that. Yeah, Alex, yeah, my boy yeah. Alex. Savage. Yeah. Savage. Yeah. Alex and Mosey. Y'all following him. It's so true. Varying degrees of active. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's so true. Except for if you get into a few things, like it's maybe like staking crypto, yeah, like yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, it's not him, but you can't get the money to be a right, staking crypto right, in the first right, place. Right, yeah. right. So the active income gives you that passive. That's income. Yeah. So so we fast forward and now now everybody knows support black. I mean, I literally see it everywhere. You know what I'm saying? I always smile a little bit. Like, yeah, <laughs> um, and so let's just talk about like a little bit on the because I think what you do really well that then you he gives away so much game. Like, I mean, every now I'll be on IG late, like, live, and he's just giving it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, let's talk a little bit about the, the infrastructure side. Because the problem is, it's like, I told Carter this yesterday, there's a difference between merchandise and a fashion brand. Right. Right? You, you, you can sell it. There's plenty of merchandise here at the conference. Right? Right. Oh, I got this business, and we sell t-shirts. Now. Right. Right? So, just walk us through a little bit of, like, the infrastructure of, like, yo, we have this brand, this IP, mm-hmm. right? And just, like, what does it take to create that brand? And what are some of the things people have to be mindful about when trying to build something? Because I think they, they see a $50 hoodie and they think, oh, if I sell it, if I can get it for $20. Right. They yeah, think that's yeah, it. Yeah. Right? Just walk us through a little bit of like the logistics. And all that kind of stuff. You know, if I'm being honest, I think a lot of it kind of just came from a little bit of luck. You know, like yeah. I think in business, a little bit of luck is always, you know, helpful. Um, yeah. But sometimes, you know, the harder we work, the more lucky we get. Mm-hmm. But, right. um, you know, when we were first starting, it's just, I cared about it. You know, that's really all it was. It was, it's, it's a cause, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So I think that whenever I talk to new entrepreneurs, especially, and they're like, well, what do I do? And I'm like, well, you need to identify who you are. So I'm like, 
What type of entrepreneur do you want to be? How many people can you handle managing? What skill sets do you already have that you can apply to whatever business model? Because all of the business models make money, Mm -hmm. but you need to figure out which one can fit your lifestyle because people do what I did, which was wrong. And I built a lifestyle around my business rather than a business around my lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And I was like, damn, I wish that I would have went into it thinking, who am I as a person? What are my skill sets? What business model fits the skill sets that I already have? And do I want to be a CEO? Because a CEO is just a, a label for you to take the blame for everything. <laughs> but you have to have a yeah. bunch of different skill sets too. And yeah. that was a, a hard realization for me. It was like, wow, I'm calling myself a CEO, but I have no, no right to call myself that because I don't know how to read a PL, didn't know how to look at a balance sheet. I didn't have good leadership skills, but I had 30 employees and it looked fine. Right. But I think that to go to, to answer your question is like, you got to really understand yourself before right. you can structure out the brand, the people, the everything else. It starts with, it starts with that. So you know what was really big for me on that? And I got this one from Maddie J. He was like, look, you literally need to go through. And he was like, you need to make a spreadsheet from the year you were born until now. And he was like, you need to put something that happened, a big event that happened every single year. And then I want you to categorize it on one to 10, like on a scale of one to 10, how good was it? And I feel like that's really helpful for new entrepreneurs to get to know themselves. Like you said, if they don't know themselves, it's going to be really hard for them to build that business. Yeah, And and you hit the nail on the head, bro, because it's like early in my session today, we were talking about a credit panel and... One of the things I was saying, I was like, whatever, regardless of what you want to do, like self-awareness is, right. is key, right? You got to know like what it is that you want yeah. because it's easy to get blinded by all the things on social media, That's right? You know, it's so easy. Bro, to get to the curse. I did yeah. something a while back that really helped me out. Hopefully mm-hmm. it'll help the audience too. I wrote down everything that I thought that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And then it was like a long list, like maybe 15, 20 things. And then it was like, you know, help my mom out, like Lambo and house and, you know, whatever, like just all of the things that, you know, you think you want. And then after that, I said, now I'm going to cross out everything that's on this list that if I died, I wouldn't care whether it happened or not. And then I was like, all right, so Lambo, I'm, like, I'm straight. Like, yeah. you know, big house, like, okay, whatever. My mom got to like, do that. You know what I'm saying? I, and then it really put in perspective for me. It was like, these are the things that I truly care about. And then that helped me kind of like create the business and like the lifestyle that I wanted because yeah. I figured out what I actually truly cared about. That's and then whenever you see something like, oh, so-and-so driving this and that, I'm like, list like you know what i'm saying yeah i posted on i need to review real quick like i posted something on twitter the other day i was like what you looking like uh driving a limo your mom's still fighting right like you know what i'm saying like what, what are we doing yeah. you know what i'm saying it's priorities it's, i'm not saying you can't have it right i'm just saying where is it on family yeah, still in the hood like, you, you know, know what i'm saying, saying? like it's, it's you in the land you visit in the hood in the land right right because you got both your og like it's crazy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. For a second, I want you to imagine a club, a club that is exclusively designed to help you transform your relationship with money, a club that creates the pathway and the guiding light for someone who is an aspiring melanin millionaire, the one who wants to be the wealth starter in their family. Now, instead of imagining, I want you to learn a little bit more about the Melanin Millionaires Club, because that is exactly what we've created right? We've created an ecosystem where you can finally get the clarity that you're looking for when it comes to your finances to give you the confidence that you now know exactly where you're headed so you can make better financial decisions 
can ultimately give you that feeling of control that you've been seeking instead of your finances feeling like they control you. Let me tell you a little bit about what you can expect as a part of the Melanin Millionaires Club. Number one, you're gonna get access to money challenges, you know, and different challenges to help you level up with your money in fun and creative ways. You're gonna get access to a community of like-minded people who are all on the same journey of marching towards financial freedom in their own right. You're gonna have an opportunity to win money milestones so that we can award you on your journey to becoming that melanin millionaire. You're gonna get access to guides and resources that you need to be able to dive deeper on your money journey. My most favorite and important probably aspect of this platform is you getting access to my pocket advisor, which is our flagship feature where literally it's like having myself and other advisors right in your pocket. Because let's be honest, right? You can take a course or even try to Google the information that you're looking for. But sometimes knowing that you can have a mentor that you can just call on and ask a specific question is worth its weight in gold. So you get that as a part of the premium membership. You get access to classes to learn about a variety of different money topics. There's channels with a bunch of different money content like Netflix, but for financial education, right? You have investment opportunities, right? From time to time when they present themselves, I'm gonna share different investment opportunities exclusively with my network. Not to mention if you sign up today, you're gonna get access to seven other bonuses just for being a part of the network. So if that sounds like something that would be valuable to you, I strongly encourage you to click the link, link in the show notes and learn more about the Melanin Millionaires Club and how you can be the first generation millionaire in your family. What's up, guys? Have you ever been just like chilling on the couch and trying to find something to watch on Netflix and you're browsing, you're scrolling and you just can't seem to find anything that you either one haven't already watched or just doesn't seem that interesting? Well, I have the solution for you, because if you're listening to the Melanin Money Show, then I know that you care about taking your financial life to the next level. And that's exactly why we created Financial Flicks. So instead of Netflix and chill, you can financial flicks and chill and you can find on-demand videos across personal finance, wealth building and entrepreneurship. And right now you can test drive financial flicks for just a dollar by clicking the link in the show notes. Go to melaninmoney.com forward slash financial flicks and check out all of the on-demand videos we have, plus all the other features that you'll get access to by joining today. Well, guess what? That's inspiring. And so is this review that we got that was titled The Most Inspiring Podcast to Listen to. Okay. So we like to share some of the reviews That's on our good. show just because we feel like people who come on they're giving so much game. I know we're gonna get like 55 star reviews about the oh. gems you've shared. We're not even halfway through yet. Okay. So this was really cool. It was from David. It says, this is almost too good to be true with the amount of information and ideas this podcast gives out. I don't know if I'm breaking your rules because I'm not black. I'm Ukrainian. (laughs) (laughs) He said, either way, I'm still not going to stop listening. So, David, we really appreciate it. Shout out my boy, David. Shout out, David, man. You know, Melanin Money is like we're just super serving the culture. Y'all can get these these gyms too wherever you're at so it's all good um, so now we're venturing into the asking for a friend question so we can elevate to the next level um, so one thing that at least from the outside looking in right because I know you'll give us the real from the outside looking in it's like this idea of man like uh, Urban Outfitters or partnering with the NBA right. or like all these collaborations can you that partnership happen at some point yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. you know what I'm saying like being able to 
you know, create these really, really dope partnerships, right, to elevate the, the reach. And, I, and I'm guessing the money of the brand. Like, how does someone, so someone starting that T-shirt brand or whatever, like, right. how do they get from, man, I got my first online sale on Shopify right. to one day partnering with whatever their dream, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, uh, I, I can tell this story about the NBA. Hopefully that'll answer all the questions. Um, so it's actually very interesting because what happened was we went to a basketball game that Chris Paul was playing at, mm-hmm. and um, I actually didn't go. Corey actually went, and <laughs> he was he took some hoodies in a backpack, and then he was like, while they were walking through the tunnel, he like tried to like you know throw it down to like yeah. get his attention, but it just didn't work out. Yeah. So then after that, I was thinking, I was like, bro, there's got to be like a better way to get in contact with these people. Yeah. Um, and we had already DM'd a bunch of influencers, but some people like Chris Paul or whomever millions of followers might not respond some do some don't right so what um but i started to realize i was like wait these people don't even dress themselves so why am i trying to like that's that's get, real that's why am real. i even trying to like get in front of this person yeah so i started to realize uh, and do something that we call it uh like um i forget but it's kind of like where you get in front of the person that influences the influencer in, indirect influencer marketing yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. so what i did was i was like who's his stylist and we kind of like hit up a few people from North Carolina like yo you know Chris Boss like, and then somebody was like yo her name's Courtney uh-huh. and then I we DM'd her she had like 10,000 followers maybe 8,000 you just 10 100 extra chance to get in yeah, touch with exactly. somebody yeah, yeah, yeah. so then message her and was like yo we see Chris Paul's wearing a bunch of HBCU stuff why doesn't he have any sport by college stuff? Like, what's going on? And she was like, oh, I ordered something. I'm just waiting for it to come in the mail. And I was like, okay, cool. So then looked up her name, and then she had, like, maybe two or three things, and we just sent her, like, 15 things. And then it was just like, you know, take it. So, But then we, we nurtured that relationship. So... One, the person just starting can realize that you don't always have to go to the big influencer. Most of the time I go to the cameraman, the mom, the uncle, the stylist, the whoever, the whoever I can right. get in contact with and then build a relationship with them, right. leverage and give them stuff for free. Mm-hmm. Can you see if you can throw this to right. XYZ person as well? And after we did that, it was really just straight nurturing the relationship. So what we did was we made ourselves a vital part of their organization without taking compensation for it. Mm -hmm. So basically we were like, hey, now that we're here, every release that we have, you know, you can have some. And then also what is wrong with you guys' business? Do you need help with anything? Like what's going on? Like where are the pain points at? And they happen to have a a pain point with like some aspect of their social media. So we're like making content on our dime, giving it to them for free, doing it for months and months and months. And then at one point uh, they were just like, yo, the Courtney was like, yo, Chris says he wants to like introduce you guys to the NBA PA, the Players Association, because he's the president or he was at the time. So then we go and talk to them and they wanted to make like a bunch of T-shirts. We made it for them probably at cost, like didn't even try to like, you know, make any crazy bread on it. Yeah. And then they wanted to do something else. It kind of fell through. But then Chris was like, wow, man, I really wanted this to happen. Let me introduce you to this lady named Chloe over the NBA. Yeah. And then. That's when she was like, oh, my God, this year's uh, All-Star Game is HBCU inspired. We want you guys to make all of the merchandise, everything for it. And then that's when we made all of that stuff for it. And then with that relationship, we've done it every year since then. So can I just pause, man? First of all, that's a story. Uh, That's a story. Mm -hmm. But so much I took away from that. Number one, you came to the game with intentionality. 
Right. Whether you or Corey came like, I'm gonna try to give response, right. you know, the shirt. Two, it failed. Right. And he and y'all didn't give up. Y'all didn't right. say, oh, we're not doing this anymore. You failed, you persevered. I think thirdly, you sat back and you strategized, like, okay, if we can't give it to the person, right. let's give it to somebody that they know, mm-hmm. which the person they know they feel important because you're, right. you know, it gives them the their everybody wants to be the plug. Right. Everybody, right. everybody wants right. to be the plug, yeah. right? And then you found you found the plug, you found the stylist, and then you just you could have just gave her three. She ordered three. Yeah. But you said they're 15. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And that's just oh, when you're over delivered like that, right. you'll be overcompensated. You, you know, my biggest takeaway? My biggest takeaway was no matter how much we evolve in this digital space, people and relationships still are the yeah. core. Relationships matter. You know what I'm saying? Like you've got to tap in with people. Yeah. Relationships matter, you know? So, you know, we established a relationship. He added value to me. He reached out months later, had no problem doing his community right. class. And now we're at a conference. And I said, yo, just hit him up beforehand, but like, we didn't have no set time. Right. Then two minutes before the podcast, yo, you trying to do the podcast? Yeah. You think he would do that? There was no relationship? Right, now. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yo, you, you cool and all my God, but, but nah, like, I'm not talking <laughs> right now, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my biggest takeaway, and it's a common thread of success in general is relationships, mm-hmm. right? It's like back back in the club days, right? It's like, the old, there might be people who got the bag to buy the booth, but if it ain't no booths available, you not it don't matter. Right. Like, you could skip that line of your man's is at the door. Right. You know what I'm saying? So relationships are always the breadcrumbs Very to your destiny. Key, key. I think that every successful entrepreneur has stories of failure. Yeah. So for our new entrepreneurs who are listening, mm. what is that word, that piece of advice that you give to them to it's not good. give up? It's good. To not give up. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. 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 That's a good one. Okay. I told um, you I did the every year thing, wrote down everything that happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, to not give up. Uh, I think that you have to like change your relationship with failure. Um, you know, early on, I read a really good book. It's called Go For No. Oh, and so good. And it kind of just changed my relationship with no and rejection in general. And I was like, I just thought it was so interesting because it was like a sales team. And then they were saying, instead of making yes goals for how many sales they want to make, they made how many times can I get told no? Mm-hmm. And then they would always make more sales than they would when they were going for yes, because you would stop once right. you hit the certain amount. Right. So I think that... Um, Changing my relationship with rejection. Well, I don't think people caught that. I don't think people caught that. Yeah, I mean, I, I had to think about it for a second. Yeah, think about it. Because if you go for no, that means you inherently have to have more conversations, yes. which means by as a byproduct of numbers, if you get you're going to have yes. more if you get 15 right. yeses in a, If you get 15 yeses in a row, you got to keep going. Yeah. That's success. But you're not looking at that. You right. know, I got eight more no's to go. Exactly. Right. Like, you yeah. can't stop. Like, numbers are here. Right. Yeah, that's, that's, I just want to make sure people caught that because yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to digest it for a second. I was like, yeah, that, that's a bar. Yeah, no, so yeah. I think that I think it was a lot of that. Just changing my relationship yeah. with uh with rejection. And then um, you know, I now that I'm thinking about it, I really think that it was like uh going back into like meditation mm-hmm. and um just like connecting with you know whomever you you all believe, like the source or whatever. Cause what I found was that when I got to like the lowest points in business. The only thing that I could stand on is like the relationship that I had built with, you know, the source. So or and then also right under the source is like the relationship I built with myself. And I remember being it's crazy, bro. I remember being in the shower. Like I told this story earlier, like some a few years ago when we lost everything. I was in the shower and I was just sitting there and I was like, I was like, damn, bro, like tomorrow I might have to come out to the public and be like, hey, this is over. Like, it was great while it lasted, like so much fun, like Mm -hmm. this and that. But then I realized I was like, wow, like it doesn't even matter. Like we, you know, what we've done to date has been successful. I'm a great person. I love everyone that's around me. I have amazing relationships and that's all that matters. So, you know, I don't care, you know, like, so I think that it was, um, 
building up that relationship with rejection, building up a relationship with the source and mm-hmm. myself, and then realizing that no matter how successful or not successful I was, I'm yeah. still a great person, and that's yeah. all that matters. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a great answer. So you strike me, and I, I, I know this, one of them, a perceptive person, and I just like, I know you on a decent enough level. Like, you're not, you're not phased by it. Like what's happening around you? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you just kind of like Justin gonna live his life. He gonna come in with the slides and the hoodie. Yeah, right, right. Ain't gonna be super chill no matter what. The, matter of fact, we was at Dave's all white party. And Justin, yeah. Justin was like, I'm, I'm wearing what I'm wearing. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like yeah. it's because it's so him. It's it's, it's cool. okay. Right, 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 right. He ain't trying saying? to stand out. He's just right. like exactly. So like my question to you: In a world where now everybody is just like you know right. seeing so much in the land, and again, I don't I don't knock it. Like it's right. cool, but like if that's your thing. How do you remain unfazed? Was it that list that you created and, and how you scratch things off? Like how do you remain unfazed? What's going on, guys? George Pong here, and I am the founder of Melanin Money, the number one brand for wealth builders of color. You know, I look at wealth building like a sport. In every sport, you got to have a uniform. And so what is the official uniform for wealth builders of color? That's where Melanin Money comes in. So if you go to MelaninMoney.com and use code MELANIN15, you'll get 15% off your order of the entire store. And I think you're going to absolutely love our latest additions, right? It's literally a um, productized emotion of what it feels like to build black wealth, right? But you get to wear it. um, You get to share the world, like your hard work that you're doing on this journey of building wealth. And we can't wait for you to join Team Black Wealth by shopping MelaninMoney.com. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have a personal financial advisor that you could ask questions to to help you navigate, you know, spending decisions, help you, you know, figure out investments that make sense for you to help you achieve financial success? Well, you no longer have to wonder that because we created that inside the Melanin Millionaires Club with our flagship feature, Pocket Advisor. With Pocket Advisor, it's just like it sounds. You have an advisor right in your pocket where you can ask a real expert, real questions in real time to help you navigate your journey towards financial success. So if you want to learn more about that, click the link in the show notes, go to melaninmoney.com forward slash pocket advisor to learn how you can get an advisor in your pocket for less than $2 a day. You know, it said you should get a health checkup at least once a year. My question is, when's the last time you had a financial health checkup? My guess, it's probably been a while. And that's why we created the Wealth Health Score. Whether you're financially out of shape or financially elite, the Wealth Health Score is going to tell you exactly where you stand and what things you can do to get into the best financial health possible. So visit MyWealthHealthScore.com to get your score today. No, I don't think so. I think it was really just gaining like really strong control over my emotions. It was very important to do that. Um, and that came through meditation because I started to realize like when I would go play basketball, like I would get upset, like if something didn't go my way and I might like cuss somebody out or something like that. I'm like, why is that happening? And then I realized that like, you know, neuroplasticity is real. Oh, I, can, I can change my mind if I choose to. And then that's when I started to get into meditation. Did that every day straight for maybe like two, two and a half years now. Yeah. Hey, and meditation every day for two. Yeah. And some days you fall off and on and off. You know, it is what it is. Um, but doing that, I started to like just really realize that I could change my mind, bro. And man, bro, once I figured that out, it was yeah. over with. Because I was like, wow. And then I realized that money means nothing. I was just like, I was just like, this is interesting. Like 
money is a tool that's cool to use for certain things, but it only is really useful if you buy information to shorten the time gap or access to people in relationships to give you information or assets that are going to provide you more money. And then maybe we can add in skill sets. Right, so right, it's right. like skill sets to acquire to make more money. But at the end of the day, I, even like with the events like the one we're at, I'm always very astonished at like, wow, someone's willing to like give me this information for 5,000 useless dollars. Like this is crazy. Mm-hmm. So I always am very excited to like invest in mentorship and things of that nature. Cause I think, um, and Alex says this as well, it's like yeah. invest as much, all of the money that you make invested in skills so that as you grow more skills, you make more money. And then now you have so many skills that make you so much money that you can't invest the money fast enough to gain more skills. Jesus and, Christ. Like, <laughs> right, right. So I think that, but to answer your question, try to shortly and briefly answer the question is, no, this is no, no please, bro. Like, yeah, we, yes. we all benefit from this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm taking my notes. Y'all that, too. Yeah. Watch, watch our own, watch our own podcast back. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> really? that back. No, at the end of the day, I just realized that not a lot mattered except for my opinion of myself and the others around me. And once I had stopped caring about everything else but that, whether I had a car or house or whatever, it didn't matter as long as I can call my mom and she was happy with me. Yeah. And I was happy with myself. Nah, that's real. That's real. So speaking about mentorship and, and investing in yourself, like yeah. and like now now mind you, he'll tell you this himself, and you can just follow him to know like he will give virtually every you know everything he has for free. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And on lives and this, that, and the third. But I know that you did recently, you know, outside of your your core business, you mm-hmm. now have um kind of a, an educational business, right? right? And some educational products. Like mm-hmm. so talk us about that journey and how that's been, why you decided, because you have such a successful brand, right? So yeah. it's like, why you decided to, you know, create that type of business model. Very interesting. I have a story and then also I have like a, some experience that I would like to share after. Yeah. So the story goes, um, I see Mr. Two Weeks Out, Jason and yeah. uh, Marcus, uh, Neo, now all good friends. Uh, you know, we're like friends with everybody. Yeah. Um, and I see them like hanging out or whatever. And I was brand new to Atlanta. So I was like, making some money. I'm like, yo, y'all got like all the older guys together, but you don't got none of the, you know, young bucks out here really having their way. Like y'all need to get some of the young energy around or whatever. So I'm just messing with, um, I was rocking with this guy named Leon that Mm. runs, uh, that was running our ass. Yeah. At at that point. And he called me one day and was like, yo, Mr. Two Weeks Out and his wife need some help in the e-commerce space. Somebody's about to charge them 15K to like look at their Shopify and tell them what's wrong. And I was like, where they at? I do it for free. Yeah. And then I went over there and just sat with them for like three hours and just gave them the whole play. And then after that, I started to see that they were doing uh, every Friday, they would meet up like Neo, Marcus, Jason, mm-hmm. Gooch, like uh, the whole team. And I hit Jason. I was like, hey, bro, invite me to the next one. Next one came, didn't invite me. Uh, <laughs> and then, Perseverance. Yeah. yeah. Like, then then uh, he was like, nah, little bro, like next one, come around, I'll invite you. So then I go and the first person I see is me. Neo. And then after that was Neo, then Jason came in. So I'm chopping it up with Neo. And then he like, um, hey, bro, what you do? And I was like, I sell clothes. Like, you know, he was like, how much money you make this month? And I was like, <laughs> I was like 650,000. And then he was like, he was like, you teach anybody to do what you do? And I was like, nah, he was like, Oh yeah, you selfish. <laughs> That's like, Neo for you, bro. Like, you crazy. And then he was like, you know, you can make the same amount of money you make in this space, you can make it in the other space as well, you know, arguably much easier. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, you know, 
write an ebook. That's what I do. Write an ebook. I'll give you seven days or 14 days. I don't remember what he said. He always give you a timeline yeah. to make you do it yeah. fast, bro. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, you know, so I would do like, you know, nine to five, working on sports colleges, then like five to 10, working on like, you know, just my own personal projects. And then from 10 to two for like two weeks straight, I was just writing everything down that I knew about e-commerce. And that's the book that I gave you. Yeah. So everything, this is everything. everything that I knew, my, everyone, my manufacturers, plugs, like all types of stuff, whatever. And then, um, and then I launched it and then it did well. And then after that, I was like, wow, this space is pretty cool. Like, and I started to like really get obsessed with it. So like the webinars and the challenges and the high ticket and the do it yourself, done with you, done for you, all of that. And then it kind of turned into its own business, um, which was cool. But now going back to what I wanted to like share is like, it's very interesting though, because if I had to go back, I wouldn't do it again. And um I would just share all of the information for free, but focus solely on my core business because I think that there's some merit to like not splitting up your attention amongst too many fronts. And, you know, it's just natural splitting up my attention 50 50, then got to be a man, then like got to like mess with your family. So I was like, wow, I wonder what would have happened if I would have just gave like 100 percent attention to the core business. Right. I'm pretty sure that I could have made the same money that I made with right. the side business if I just stayed the course and focused right. on that. So whenever people ask me about that in general, I always say love it, love teaching, love helping. I'll do it for free. And I can and I plan on doing so. So um, I've been thinking a lot about it, like, you know, just maybe in and out the year and being done with teaching and then just using the money that we already have to hire someone to come follow me around for free and just give it all away because I don't care about the money. Right. So, um, and, and I think that's there's value in that because Alex does that. Alex, yeah. he, if you wrote the book, he said, you know, you, I'm not charging you anything. Right. You know? All the time not free because then I won't let me. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. And there's value in that for the executors. People like me can read the book and take off with it. Right. The problem with getting give stuff away for free is that when people don't pay, they don't pay attention. Right. So we just talk about the high ticket offer. Yeah. And your, your mentees that show up every day that right. executing. Right. And they're doing that because they paid you a substantial amount of money. Right. If you gave it to them for free, they bought us cool. Whatever. Right. We, you know, I'm not going to really run the play. I agree. I agree. And I think that there's, you know, it, it fits for separate business models because even Alice's business model he wants to grow the the people that are executors right. to that specific level so so that it makes yeah. sense. but for someone like let's just say uh you know neo or whomever they are digital marketers like mm-hmm. and they that's their business their core right. business so and that makes sense when you pay you pay attention like i understand it so i think that there's merit on both sides right. i just thought about it and was like huh when i die and like Folks is at my funeral or whatnot. I want them to be like, he gave everything away and didn't hold anything back. And for those that took it and was able to win, and then maybe I start investing in folks as well, that'll be cool. Right. But for all of the others, I just want to be able to be like, yeah. And it's the ripple effect, ripple effect mm-hmm. of the impact. I was telling him this other day too. So we always think about how someone's going to be impacted that we teach. We yeah. forget the fact that when they get that information, they're going to share. See, this and issue. they're going to share. They people are going for passive income, but they should be going for passive impact. That's the issue. Same PI. Ooh, bro, right. Hey, 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 man, run that back to her, bro. Hey. Are we like, wait, hold on. Just logistical question. Are we still under 30 minutes? Yeah. Wow. But he backed up that back that Bro, much. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. No, no, I was wondering, like he didn't give us the heads up yet. No, like, let me let me let me say <laughs> wow. this. I didn't personally know you totally before this episode. <laughs> oh. and, and you're probably one of the most insightful people I've spent 30 minutes in my Oh, I really appreciate that. Like no, bro, and that's like for real. I'm around you and autonomous. Like you 
You have insight, dog. You're a great storyteller. Thank you so much. It's because it's coming from the heart, right? I I can feel it. It's not this pride, ego, bravado, like, I'm not the biggest e-commerce brand. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's cool. And I'm happy about that. But also, let me give you, like, the introspective look into how I see it now. Right, right, right. Um, so now I really, I really appreciate that. Gene. Man, I appreciate y'all. Y'all being too nice to me. It just shows that you know yourself, not right? Yet. Like you can be around somebody and tell when they're, you know, right. not comfortable with them. So I'm, I'm not gonna lie, like, because we were like, man, we're trying to squeeze a couple podcasts in, like, like we just we thought this was gonna go much longer, and it could. Obviously, there's so much that you know, but the game that you Bro, give, me, I gotta watch this. Back. It just lets me know how refined. Or I think that's the word refined. You are as as a, as a human being. Right. So man, we we appreciate it. I mean, I don't know. Y'all have something else you want to know that you want to ask? Like he gave um, so much game away. How, how old are you, by the way? 27. 27. So if you had yeah, yeah, I mean, so if you could look at your 18-year-old self and give him a couple pieces of advice, I was love to ask yeah. that question. What I guess what piece of advice would you give? That's pretty good. I would probably say, because my story is like I started with a job. So I'd probably say like keep your job and spend all your money on skills. Because I feel like I just wasted so much time trying to find out everything myself, trying to save money. But at the end of the day, bro, even if it comes to a course or whatever, you're going to pay for it either way. Go try it. Like affiliate marketing, like e-commerce, drop shipping, whatever. And spend all of your useless money on acquiring skills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's probably what I would say. While, while you don't care about the money, it's no secret that you got it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so I say that to say, right? I say that to say. Save money, uh, security after this. Right. Right. That's why you're so low key. Um, what, is, what does being a melanin millionaire mean to you? And the reason why I ask is because, you know, our platform is designed to super certain people of color, yeah. right? You know what I'm saying? So we can understand what it's like to have that peace of mind. Like at the end of the day, you're able to do what you want to do because, right, you put your money in skills, but like you don't have that pressure and that stress. Mm-hmm. So like, what does being a melanin millionaire mean to you? So important, bro. And the reason I even think it's so important too is because as I look at what we do with the schools and whatnot, I started to ask myself, like, why didn't I know about these schools? And mm-hmm. why didn't anyone tell me about them? Or I didn't know what was going on. Like, why is that? And I realized that that happened because the Nikes and Adidas's and all of these big brands, mm-hmm. they go and support these AAU teams at like five years old and six years old and then they grow up seeing that we've been sponsored by Nike our whole life so now I'm going to go to Duke because it makes sense and that's what I've been around so that is so important to me because now seeing people that look like us being able to have and do the things that we want we can go back and then contribute to like the cause like that and go back and sponsor these teams across the mm. nation and then now say well I wasn't wearing Nike my whole life I was wearing support by college my whole life so and then now HBCU. I want to go to an HBCU and then keep that in that's so, love that's love I that's think, love yeah I gotta, I gotta all, so we gonna still record it. it's gonna be off the podcast question now that, now that you said that we might drop it in the community but no hey man Justin bro bro all I gotta say is bro bro thank you for the gems and uh Man, this was love, man. So y'all, hey, make sure y'all comment on YouTube. Blow this man up on social media. How can they how can they find you? And my Instagram, Justin P. Probably the best place. Yeah. yeah. Uh so, so tap in with him and uh just let him know. Cause I listen, 
if I got game game from yeah. like this as a as a quote unquote peer, I already know what y'all over did. Like, listen, uh, whether it's your notepad or whatever, like just let him know that y'all appreciate him because as he said, he wants to give it all away for free. And being able to come on platforms like this and graciously share his time so y'all can enjoy it. All the least we can do is show that we appreciate him. Give him a five star review. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, uh, we gave this review because of this episode. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, we'll take you know it. We'll take, we'll take it. it. But nah, thank y'all until next time. Peace. Peace. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. If you like this episode, please do us a huge favor. Leave us a five-star review. And if you're not already, subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend because we're providing this valuable game so that you can level up as an aspiring melanin millionaire. Again, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week.